Kate. Anna. Kira. Laura. <laughs> Is that everybody? Here. We're all here, yay. Yay. <laughs> so East Coast meets West Coast. Wowie wow. Yeah. Is this like We're a like here. a street war kind of thing going on here? No. No. <laughs> We're not Tupac and Biggie. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, only because most of us are Canadian, we don't have uh, wars here. If we have East Coast versus West Coast, it's like about barbecue flavors or like the type of potato oh. chips you eat. Man, yeah. we have those too. Yeah. Except we have like uh, North, South, East, and West, and they're all fighting with each other all the time. Yes. Yeah. Really fun to be an American, you guys. <laughs> I know you were wondering. <laughs> Oh, we're so, sorry. So Kira, so Kira, this is the first time that we've spoken. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. First of all, I'd like to say thirsty and yeah. <laughs> hey. Yes. She's living for it. Yes, honey. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, I use them way too much in my vocabulary, but whatever. <laughs> Did anyone? Okay. So let me just start with a question for you guys, because you're, you started doing this like relatively, and thank you guys so much for, for doing it. Oh, yes. Yeah. We love you. But what was the feedback that you got from people that knew you or that know you who listened to it? Or what was the stuff when you listened to it? You're like, oh my God. Cause I remember first episode that we ever did. I was like, fuck, I sound so Canadian. I had no idea. <laughs> Why didn't somebody tell me? <laughs> uh, Kira, do you want to take sure. that one first? Um, a lot of people were excited or like, well, when I told them I was on a podcast, they thought it was not at all hockey related. I don't know what they thought it was going to be. Um, yarn. But yeah, yarn, probably knitting and yarn and stuff. Um, but uh, I would listen to that. <laughs> I can go on about knitting for days. I, I would listen. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, uh, people are excited. When I listened back, I did realize that I have the most Canadian accent. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's mainly just because from Edmonton and Northern Alberta, we have like a particular accent. So I was like, oh, God. Oh God. oh God. But um yeah, I have a friend who just downloaded it and she's gonna listen to it, I think, today or something. So my that's... god, hi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ashley. <laughs> so yeah. Um how about you? I don't, know, I, um, I don't know. Like it Kira sounds exactly the same to me when I was like listening to it back. Um I sound like a lot more nasal than I do in my head. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, it's interesting and it's actually funny. Like when I, when we were first recording, because Kira and I can see each other, um, we laugh a lot and and I noticed that it like listening to the podcast back, but like it almost, it's still funny. Like it's like that Saturday night live kind of thing where like the two people, like, like the people in the skit, they, they start break. laughing, so then you start laughing. Right. Yeah. Like it's break. kind of like that. Yeah. That it, it, uh, I was happy that that came across, and it wasn't just us being like lunatics. Like <laughs> <laughs> I find, I always found myself like the first few times I would I would listen to myself, I I completely forget everything I say as soon as I've said it. I, like I don't remember anything we talk about as soon as the episode ends. So I go back and well, I'll listen to one. And I'll be like, that was funny what I said there. I don't remember <laughs> saying that. Like, yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah. And I think, yeah. like, for me, too, 
thankfully, I still feel like I still feel like we speak with the freedom of thinking that no one is listening, like that, like no one's really yeah. listening to what it is yeah. that we're saying. And hopefully that feeling kind of never goes, oh, it's like that dance when no one's watching, but it's like Ugh. podcasting when we're, no one's listening, which is <laughs> podcast like no one's listening. That's right. It's like no one's watching. That's mm-hmm. what we do. We do. And we're only partly right. Just be, just be free. We'll, we'll put that, we'll cross stitch that. Uh, and hang it when we, if we ever get a studio, it'll be podcasts like no one's watching. Yeah. Do you feel like you guys have had to censor anything like the way that you think, especially if people that you know are listening? Um, no one that I know is listening. (laughs) 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 Um, I don't know. Um, mostly only stuff that is kind of like, Mm, like gossipy like a personal opinion or something like we had that one episode where there was like we got a whole bunch of like asks asking for like hot gossip about players and so like that was the only time that we really kind of thought through what we were going to say and kind Mm -hmm. of like be like well we're not actually going to talk about all of this because it's it's not ours to comment on yeah that's wise yeah yeah it is um yeah i just think it's funny like i do have some people that i that I know that listen. And I find that lately I have to uh, make sure that I'm using examples that aren't like too much of my real life because those people are (laughs) Mm -hmm. listening. I'm like, Oh, I don't want that person to hear this and say that or whatever. So it's like, I can't say that anymore. I'm not allowed to say that. I don't have that problem. You don't have that problem? (laughs) I don't. I just say, I just say whatever comes into my head. I'm just like, great. I said it. Whatever. And you know what else I think is cool is that I feel like since I don't, as far as I know, none of us want to do this like for a living, like for our job. So there's like this freedom that we have when we are not trying, like we don't, we are not trying to not get teams mad or media mad or anybody who might like employ us in the future kind of thing. We don't have those boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. Unless Blue Apron wants to sponsor us. um, And then I would do this full time. Uh, but I probably still wouldn't care about that. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I would like, care about making Blue Apron mad, which I I would never want to do. No, I mean, if the I most at the most, the love cure is thirsty, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and uh, and we talk about food all the time, so it's a beautiful. What would they say? Please don't talk about pickles, or I don't know. Oh, probably my <laughs> hate of avocado. Probably they'd be like about cinnamon buns. You never stop talking about cinnamon buns. Or they'd be like, Ixnay the avocado talk. That's our top feature seller there. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Avocado recipes. I can't. Okay, can we move on? Yeah, let's move on. You know, let's talk about the first thing that and I I don't even know how much I know about this, but but what I'm seeing on uh, Twitter is magic so far. The the Penn's media versus Penn's fan over the whole Philgate controversy. And I just want to kind of talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about, I mean, like from what I've seen so far, and you guys tell me what your experience of it has been, is that the, the media will say things like, um, there's tension, the, the coach doesn't like Phil, this person doesn't like Phil, there's big problems, and apparently everybody's reporting that they're going to trade him, which they also reported last year, and he's still here. So we know how um, how how good they are with the scoops uh, in the Pittsburgh media. 
But then the second they start doing that, you will immediately get a backlash from fans that are like, hey, we don't give a shit about um, whether or not Phil talks to the media or all this stuff. You are inventing a storyline and you are saying that you're doing it on our behalf and we don't like that. So thoughts? Um, I think, well, I haven't seen like a whole, like a lot, a lot of this. Mostly it's been on Twitter, I think, like just like confined to Twitter. Um, so I've seen bits and pieces. Um, I've been sending it mostly to a friend who loves Phil Kessel to watch her get really mad. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's honestly something that's just, there's something about Phil Kessel himself that like incites this like rage in the press. And I don't know why. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know what's up with that. Uh, but I think, I don't know. I'm on the fan side. Like, I think it's ridiculous. And, and if they're going to gossip about trade rumors, like do it when an actual trade is going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, That's it's so unfounded. Yeah. Well, I just think, it's so stupid. I, that's my, that's my thought. It's so stupid. Um, I just feel like, I think there's a point to what you're saying about, uh, they, they just like want Phil Kessel to be problematic for some reason. Uh, I don't know what that is. And uh, maybe it's just because his name gets a lot of clicks, right? People want to read about Phil, um, cause he's like a big deal in Pittsburgh now. So maybe it's something to do with that. But I think there's like this attitude in Pittsburgh media and probably in other markets as well. I mean, I can't just say this is limited to Pittsburgh, but because I've experienced Pittsburgh media, um, I think there's this attitude of like, we are the media and therefore we should be the final say and where you're getting your information. It's like this, uh, really arrogant, like pompous attitude of like, well, we have all of the information. Therefore we are the most important and you should be paying attention to us. And when the fans are like, well, actually you were wrong about X, Y, and Z, they don't like that. And they get defensive. And it's very strange to me that they get so defensive, so publicly to fans. And I don't know. I think it's just like with everything else, we kind of talk about like in a way you work for the fans, you write this stuff because the fans are either going to read it or not read it. So why do you want to fight with them all the time? You know, it's silly. And I don't think they're going to trade Phil Kessel. So yeah, (laughs) I'll say that right now. Uh Kira. Um, I didn't know this was a thing that was happening. (laughs) Um, I I like the pens, but I'm not like, I don't really pay attention. I think that's kind of dumb that they just like, I don't know, are taking, they're like, well, we'll on the fans behalf, we'll say this. And I'm like, maybe don't maybe just say on behalf of your like league or your team or whatever. I don't know. I'm like, that's, that's shady. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Well, you know what's weird? You know what's weird too? The, and we were talking about this like a little bit earlier. We were, we, we were saying, on what other profession? Like, think about like all these media people. They work for someone. They work for the Athletic or they work for uh, the Pittsburgh Tribune or they work for whatever. In what other industry are you allowed to stand there and tell your fans that they're morons, your customers, basically, and they're mm-hmm. perfectly okay with that? I don't know, but are you guys allowed to do that in your job? Because I'm oh definitely not allowed to do that in mine. I, I work on social media professionally. If I went on my personal like page and started saying stuff about like the fans of my company, I'd be fired in a second. 
in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's outrageous. Kate, like any thoughts on uh, on that at all? Or um, I was just thinking about it in terms of like my industry, mm-hmm. and it's a little it's a little different. I can rant about clients <laughs> to, to them though. To them, like, the, you... like this week, we had a very bad experience with a client, and we were like, they might get fired. So. Oh. <laughs> um, it's a little different, but at the same time, it's kind of like you, you, you have to know what you're it, because I'm in advertising. It's like what you're putting out, you're endorsing. Right. So where we draw our lines in the sand is like, um, if we can't deal with you anymore, like we're done with you, that kind of thing. But at the same time, it's like, if they're still a client and you still have a good relationship, like, yeah, you better have like the best intentions towards them and, and you better stick by them, that kind of thing. So I, I don't think, know. I think if anything, oh, sorry, Kira. Um, I work at a yarn store. So I mean, like if, and I run our Instagram and some social media. So if I were to like say crappy things about our like customers, that would be really bad. Cause our store is like one of the biggest yarn stores in all of Canada. And that would give us a bad rep. And I wouldn't also like, I love our customers, but there are some bad ones, but I wouldn't want to like actively be like, y'all suck. And then I get fired and then (laughs) don't get as many, like people won't come in as much. So retail it applies <laughs> yeah. so you can't be like uh i ordered this uh yarn online and it was orange but then when i got it it was green you can't be like enjoy your green bitch you're gonna wear that <laughs> green, you're gonna like it it's all your fault yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no 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 <laughs> crazy crazy yeah that's the part that kills me is that um like i don't i, I they just come off sounding like such babies especially when they're complaining like i'm talking like yoey is that how you pronounce his name josh yoey yeah where he's yeah. like why are you lumping all of the media together i didn't write that article i didn't do that and it's like <laughs> how many times do i have to listen to you benson complain about toronto media how many times yeah but you're and allowed to do else. it like yeah. if you didn't write that article do you know what you could just do you could just shut up right you could just say nothing like yeah. you don't need to be coming to the defense of the people who did write it like just, just yeah. Don't I, say like I'm just. Someone actually said not all media. Are 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 we there? Is yeah. That yeah. Please. I just had the oh. sudden urge to throw up. Yeah. On on <laughs> the media. On the media. I'd like to yeah. it directly yeah. onto the media if possible. Um, but you guys have issues in um, like I have to deal with the Toronto media, which I feel is obnoxious and annoying because there's just so much of them. I feel like in every um city where hockey matters the media is equally as bad it's just that in toronto and in and in certain cities in canada there's just so many more of them like we'll have a like a steve simmons but then we also have an elliot friedman to kind of balance it out and it's the same in in every other media so what's it like in calgary kira Uh, (laughs) well It's kind of, I mean, it was kind of shitty when the, especially when the arena thing was going on in Calgary because the it's Flames wanted to do it, and it's still going on. Yeah. Um, it was weird because the media, it was like half of it was attacking the actual like organization of the Flames, but then half of it was attacking, you know, the mayor and the fans being like, hey, why aren't you supporting this? We need a new arena. Like, you all suck. Like, the city sucks. They wanted to like, and they got into politics. Like, they wanted to get the mayor out. So that oh my God. A new fair in order yeah. to get arena 
And, but then you had that, like some other media being like, Hey, maybe you should, I don't know, pay for the building and like try not to get out of paying property tax. Cause like, a thought. yeah, like a thought. maybe do that. So it's, I mean, it, it's like kind of both, like we get attacked, like the fans get attacked, everyone gets attacked, but I don't yeah. know. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. The, because, um, because Alberta is quite like conservative, but Calgary itself is not that like, because we're a big urban center, it's like quite liberal, obviously. Um, but because a lot of the money and the powerful people in Calgary are oil and gas people. So they're usually conservative. Um, a lot of our media and our like, a lot of the media gets divided really hard between liberal and conservative. So um, a lot of the hockey ends up being divided between liberal and conservative and the hockey is conservative. Yeah. Is it? So that's is it kind ever? of what we have to like deal with um, it, it, because you, you'll read an article that's just like, yep, the city is garbage and no one cares about the flames and everybody is going to crap and everybody wants to call people by their proper genders and pronouns now. Like what kind of garbage <gasps> is that? Okay, but then, you know, what? What? Yeah, and then you have, like, the other side that's like, hey, maybe we should, like, actually pay our taxes and try and be good people and, like, dude, does the city actually need a new arena right now? Right. Like. (laughs) It is funny the lines that that comes down on, right? Because, like you said, hockey is very conservative. But then you do hear stories about hockey players and you're like, that's not very family values there, is it? (laughs) Like, the stuff that you hear. Yeah, but isn't that just, like, every other goddamn thing? (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. The yeah. ones that are coming down on it are the ones who are partaking in 90% of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's, uh, I hear you guys have some interesting media stuff happening in, in Calgary lately. <laughs> um, Let's have some hot goss. The library's right. open. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so, well, we can start with like the not so hot stuff, which is uh, Glenn Gulletzan, who was the head coach for the flames and he just got fired um he got picked up by the oilers as their assistant coach there's so much like uh we could make this into one very big metaphor (laughs) (laughs) like he got fired by the flames and then he went to the oilers Mm -hmm. just seems like a whole lot going on there but isn't that like um bad only because like I, can't, I mean that in Toronto that would be the equivalent of like somebody leaving Toronto and going to Ottawa or somebody mm-hmm. leaving Pittsburgh and going to the Flyers like is that not like I don't well, know like, that's frowned never upon? happened before yeah yeah but like but with staff isn't that frowned upon um I don't know like it's it's a little bizarre um but I do know that the the coaching staffs Okay, so this is the thing about Calgary and Edmonton, which is that the fans hate each other, and the it's a fan rivalry. But the two organizations actually quite like each other a lot. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. so interesting. Yeah, so the two, like, like all of the Oilers and all the Flames, like, they actually like playing against each other. Like, they're all pretty good friends and stuff. Um, and I think the coaches and stuff, like, when the Humboldt stuff happened, like, the Oilers and the Flames came together to visit as a group. That's the most fucking Canadian rivalry ever. <laughs> Jesus. We hate each other, but we love each other. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's more the fans that have the rivalry it, rather yeah. than the organizations. Well, that's disappointing. I'm all over <laughs> raginess in between uh, fan bases. No. And that. You? Me? But, I know. Uh, I think it says more about um, the Oilers just because, like, Glenn Gulitsen is, he looks like he's 13 and he looks pretty quiet, but he has these, like, 
insane like when the flames weren't doing well last season he would go he would stop practice like mid-practice and he would like go on this like 20 minute f-bomb fueled rant and then throw his stick into the rafters yeah like he he used to just go off on them and then they'd go on like a seven game winning streak or something but i'm just like what did (laughs) what does that say about the oilers that they think like we need some of that like what's going on (laughs) (laughs) oh geez yeah There's so much to parse through here. (laughs) Well, that's like the uh, non-dramatic stuff, but there was some other stuff too, right? Yeah, there was some like, uh, okay, there there was some like (laughs) items that came out this week that was like on the radio. Like it was like actual media sources in Calgary here um, about like, there are some, like the teams in Alberta aren't doing so great right now because like their stars and, like, certain stars in particular have, like, a fondness for party drugs. Like, that kind of thing. So, and they, they heavily implied it was, like, Connor McDavid-related. What? So. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Kira, thoughts? Yeah. This doesn't surprise me because, like, I don't know what it is, but Alberta is, like, filled with, like, party drugs, like, bad. I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> Just, that's just how it is. I know so many people who just like talk about this to me and I'm like, please don't, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, like there are a lot of rumors, especially like even my, like my mom's fiance is like, Oh, well the flames suck. Cause Johnny Goudreau is like an addict and all this crap. And so it's like these rumors that have been around for so long. So I'm not kind of surprised, but I'm also just like, really? You're heavily implying this on radio? On radio! Like, Mm -hmm. I believe that he is heavily addicted, but it's like to pop rocks or like, uh, (laughs) or like, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I have a um, vision in my head of him being like a 13-year-old boy at all times. So I just can't see him doing lines of crack. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about crack to know what the uh, how does one does it. But yes, lines. I'm gonna go with lines of crack, Alex. Yes. <laughs> well, you didn't put it in the form of a question, uh, so you will not be getting the points for that. Um, that is bonkers to me that they would report on that. Yes. Like if there is no legitimate, like if you don't have hard evidence and you're reporting on that, don't call yourself a journalist and get off the air immediately. That's <laughs> fucking bonkers. That's insane. Like it's even just... if there is some truth to like the partying aspect or whatever, mm-hmm. like where I just don't know where you're getting your information or why you feel like you're in the position where you can be like, breaking news they all have been out of their homes before like you you know like you're I just can't I can't deal with that you said that earlier when we were like preparing for the episode and I was like you said what now yeah like, like out loud now radio? yeah yeah and this is like this was like morning radio like I was driving to work wow. it sounds like the reporters are just like making their own burn book yeah they're well, like, Connor McDavid is a fugly slut. Do not trust <laughs> <laughs> But it's actually, and then it zooms out and it's Connor writing it. Does it seem, <laughs> does it seem to you guys like it's a little bit lo- though, as though the season ends, or at least the season ends in your city. And then the writers kind of scramble realizing that they have to fill air to a hockey obsessed market for four months 
and there's oh, no sorry. real hockey going we on. We do it every year. They can do it. <laughs> well, but I mean, but this, but we already talked about how the Pittsburgh media is filling up that like time, right? Um, like, but they're so it's almost like they're doing the same thing, but to uh, like a different degree. I don't think the P- the Pittsburgh media would ever talk about like players doing drugs and stuff like that. Oh, no, but I don't I'm know. saying. You and I fill oh. a whole off season every year with yeah. stuff. Why can't they do it? Because we do it by pretending like which character would these hockey players be in Anne of Green Gables, Wait, right? <laughs> like who would be Gilbert and who would be Anne and who would be like, that's what we do. Like, like, I don't know, like what's his name would be a real Marilla, wouldn't he? <laughs> It's certainly better than pretending they're all on drugs all of a sudden. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I, I cannot. Uh, I, you know what? I like pretending that they're other people. Let's let's be honest. We make them way more interesting than they really are, don't we? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Come on now. Um, <laughs> so you know what? Just to, before we get on to like some of the asks and stuff at Disney are, we are going to talk about one issue that's a little bit more uh, serious. I had a point like um, on social media this week where I described it as having almost Amanda level, um, I'm done with hockey kind of stuff. Like I, ev- with every like little thing that happens, I feel like I'm getting more to that point. And this recent one was... Um, the the USA Hockey hiring a new director of hockey operations, and it's a guy named John Van Beesbrook. Is that right? Did I say it right? Uh, yeah, close sure. Yes. <laughs> We're guessing that that's what he is. So he's a former um, he's a former goalie and also racist. When he was um, yeah, he's like a, a like a confirmed, renowned, documented racist right like yeah let's not even try to sugarcoat it because so this is basically what happened he was the um he was i think head coach and director of hockey operations for the sault Ste. marie greyhounds in 2003 and that team had on it an 18 year old trevor daly trevor daly who is like the sweetest of sweetest men on the planet right Mm -hmm. um and that man, while he was talking about him at a um, another player's like dinner table, they were sitting around talking about this stuff. He um, and I'm just going to use his quote specifically. He said, "I used the N word instead of calling him Trevor. I used it not thinking. It's a mistake, and the consequences have to be paid by me. I've embarrassed everybody." And my family, by this one comment, yeah, I can, I cannot even, um, he says, I told Trev, this is an old wound with me. I grew up with it. I'm as sorry as anybody that it stuck with me. Um, and he's like, it's not, it's not me. Uh, and so I'm going to let you, so I'll let you guys go. So Kate. Okay. So. I actually have kind of, I'm very torn about this because um, I don't know this person and I don't know what he's like now because the incident in question happened 15 years ago, right? Um, And ordinarily, I would say, you know what? It was 15 years ago. Like 15 years ago, I said some like bad shit that like you probably shouldn't say anymore. 
that kind of stuff. And I, I would hope that you would learn from it. And from the quotes that I've read, you know, he's trying to learn from it and he's trying to like grow. Um, but at the same time, 15 years ago for me, I was 12 and I said stuff because I, it was like what you said when you were 12, it was like saying sweet or like whatever, like cool beans or whatever, like yeah. weird slang cool you said beans. when you were 12. Right? I love that you said cool beans when you were 12. That is so Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but like 15 years ago, he was 40 and the N word was most definitely not a nice thing to say. Right. Um, so I'm kind of torn in terms of, um, like we, I, I don't know him personally. I don't know if he has, like he said, like, I think about it every day and uh, you know, it was, it was a terrible thing. And like, that's not what I'm, that's not who I am. So I want to give him the benefit of the doubt on that instance and just be like, all right, once a racist, like prove me wrong again, basically, like that's kind of where I'm at. But at the same time, it's kind of like when, like, I've read the things about Trevor Daly is like, yeah, no, that messed me up for a really long time. I almost quit hockey. Like those kinds of things don't fade away. So it's kind of like, when does this, like, where is the, where's the line that you draw? Where, when is justice served? Like, does he have to change careers? Does he have to die? Does he have to go to prison? Like what is going to make people feel like he's, he's paid? So I, I don't know. It, it like, I think, and, and it's more like my issue is more with like USA hockey. Like, why are you even putting us in this position to have to like, think about this? Yeah. Anna. Mm-hmm. Well, I just feel like I can't get past someone being like, well, I was racist to, towards him. Uh, uh, well, first of all, he says in this quote, right. He's like, I, I basically, I made the choice to call him this racial slur instead of his name. That's what he says. I called him the N word instead of Trevor. Like, why have you done that? Like what, let's talk about that. Like, why is, was that your instinct to make the choice to call him that instead of his name? That's your problem. And then he goes on to say like, well, it's just, it's just how I was raised. It's just raised a racist. So, and to your point, Kate, like he was, he was 40. He's grown. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, I don't care how you were raised. Take responsibility for yourself. You've been told that it is wrong. Therefore, you need to adjust yourself and stop doing the wrong thing. And you had a long, 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 long time to choose to stop acting like a racist. And you haven't, you hadn't done that. So what is to say that he's stopped being racist now? Mm-hmm. And, and even if he has, he, he has this reputation now, you know, like he, and, and like you were saying, why is USA hockey just being like, well, that guy really upset our fan base and could have ruined somebody's career and probably ruined many others. If we're being honest, let's hire him. Let's make him like one of the faces of our organization. And it just shows like, it just shows that's what USA hockey thinks. You know, it's like hockey is for everyone, um, except for the people that we don't care about. Hmm. Totally. It's infuriating to me. It's infuriating to me because I'm just like, I, I think not even just with hockey, I'm just so sick of that like excuse that the older generations give of like, well, that's just what I knew. And it's like, great. Uh, what black people knew was your racism. So what are they supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, it's infuriating. Kira? Yeah. I'm just like, at what level do you still like, you think to call him the n-word before his actual name yes like yeah. Yeah. at what level are you just like 
you know what, I'm not gonna call him by his like actual name. I'm gonna say a hateful slur because that's what comes to mind first. Like, and I'm not- sorry, can I, can I just ask really quickly, um, how old was Trevor Daly at the time? 17. Okay, that, okay. Yeah, that, like continue. <laughs> yeah. He was so young, I'm like, yeah, you're 40. And it's just like, do you not value him kind of as a human or anyone no. of a minority or a person of color? Like, that's shitty. And yeah, you should know better. Like, we all did stuff when we were younger because, like, that's what we did. But, like, you learn from it and you should learn from it. And I think USA Hockey, I'm like, they, he like stepped down. Like, they got rid of him from um, the Greyhounds as like their face. Yet you're like, you're like, well, 15 years is long enough. I guess we'll like bring him back. He's still good. And I'm like, that's still, especially with what the US is going through right now, I'm like, that's kind of, crappy like why are you doing this and like well yeah maybe he's like learned I don't know but like I hope he has because but because that was just horrible and like almost like ruined um like Trevor Daly wasn't going to come back potentially and that's like terrible so I don't know I think it's I wish USA Hockey didn't do that because but who like I don't know I don't know well I I think Kate I think uh you bring up a really good point right that at what point has somebody paid enough? At what point does somebody have to kind of, how much do they have to go through or how much do they have to give up or sacrifice to show that they've changed? And I would say, well, show me what he's done to show that he's changed. Did he start mentoring uh, kids who, uh, who uh, are African-American, start some programs to bring them more into the game? Did he volunteer at places and talk out, uh, out about... Um, about that racism that was embedded in him? Did he go to counseling or therapy? I want to know what it is that, what did he do uh, to change other than saying, oh, I've changed. Right. And then being quiet for several years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, and that's, that's where I'm like, I don't know him. Like show me all these things. Like, tell me about this. Like, I would like to, I would like to believe he's changed, but like, yeah, where's all the evidence? Like, yeah. It seems like from what I've read, he went straight from that uh, Greyhounds job, which, by the way, he owned a majority. He owned a share in that, mm-hmm. and they didn't make him sell it, so he kept it, right? So, mm-hmm. which first of all, how do you not the other people who have shares in it? How do you not make him forfeit his money if there is no more proof that they just protect their own and they really don't care about this stuff because they think it'll bro- blow over? It's that. So they didn't take this seriously from the beginning, but after leaving the Greyhounds. He spent some time as a broadcaster, so way to go whichever versus, versus hired him um, to be an analyst. So where's the responsibility for versus that hired him like almost right away to talk on their uh, network as an analyst? Then he, um, he was also on the, the uh, broadcasting team for the Winter Olympics, right? And then he was named general uh, manager and director of hockey hobby operations for the U.S., Hockey League in Mus- the Muskegon Lumberjacks, right? So yeah, where, like that. where was there, uh, where was there that time where he had time to repent, right, and uh-huh. think about uh-huh. what it is that he did? Because I don't see that in his um, resume there. And I said this because on- it's like yeah. he lost his job, but did he? Yeah. No, they just gave him another one. It's the same thing one. that white people have always been doing, which is like. I'm happy to continue making money off of you minorities because there are still minorities playing in the league, right? It's not like they've stopped. I'm happy to make money off of you. 
but I'm not going to respect you. I'm not going to change my mind about you. I'm going to apologize, quote unquote, so that I can continue getting away with doing whatever I want. And nobody's going to do anything about it because I'm a white person. And, and I, what I resent about this is that why is Trevor Daly the one that has to stand up and say that this mm-hmm. is wrong? There was one writer that I know of, I think it was Craig Custis or something like that, on there that wrote an article for The Athletic saying that this is wrong. But where is everybody else? Where are all the writers? Where are all of the members of the hockey community? Where are all the white players, you know, standing up mm-hmm. for what's supposed to be their community? And, and like saying that this is wrong and it's radio silence. And that's to me is a million times worse than, than hiring this guy back or doing whatever. It's the way that no one will stand up and do what's right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm pissed. <sighs> so well, let's talk about something happier. Cause we've been kind of angry for a hot minute. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Would you, do Can you want I, to do just, a, just do? for a second? I yeah. looked this guy up because I was like, where was he right? Like, is he from the south or something? Yeah. Like, because if, he, if he's trying to blame it on, like, I was raised that way, what he was raised in Detroit. I know. What? Well, that's, yeah. I mean, racism's there too, my friend. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. But I'm just like, well, you're trying to play the Paula Dean card. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, she's not right either, but come on. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think that that's what makes this, um, so infuriating is that I feel like hockey media, um, writes about it without comment. It's like you comment about what kind of hot dogs Phil Kessel, you have an opinion about fucking everything, but then something like this happens and all of a sudden you don't have any opinions. You just want to write about the facts. Like that he was like, like send out a press release that he was rehired without any of the color and commentator that goes uh, in and around it it's it is infuriating but like did we have anything else like on a happier note oh yeah I think we were going to talk about like let's go straight from racism to who wins the summer yeah who's winning summer <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um so you know what I'll let you guys I'll let west coast west coast give us what you got who's who's winning your summer this week Patrick Liney shaved <laughs> yay Oh, thank God. I think that's what, that was, Kate sent me, I think she, or did I send you the thing, Kate? I don't know. But I was just like, look, he's finally shaven. We're free. <laughs> We're free from the weird goat. Draco Malfoy boy. Yeah. But like, it still looks weird though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a weird, he's, he's an alien type person. Yeah. He's a yeah. weird looking guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, I'm, Googling, I'm Googling him because didn't he leave something weird like a soul patch or something? Oh God. I think he has oh, a really God. bad mustache. Oh God! Both of these things are not good. That's that's, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, it was the mustache. God. So blonde. It looks so weird because he's so blonde. Mm-hmm. I'm like, go I go. Know who God. told this kid? Yeah, that looks cool. That looks real cool. Something <laughs> like that. The girl. It was probably Gina, but Gina's like, girls love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe he told himself in the mirror because he. <laughs> That just sounds like, like, yeah. Out loud in the mirror. He's looking at himself. He's like, you he's look like, cool. That looks great. Yeah. You look fucking dope. <laughs> I almost feel like maybe he didn't play his best on purpose because he knows that if he went to Vegas, he would burst into flames. Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go there. No, no it would be. It um, would be. But you know what? At least he's entertaining for sure. He yeah. is. He sure is something. 
<laughs> he is. I'm trying to find it. He is. It's okay. almost like we want them to have a personality, but like a specific personality. Or I feel like he has a personality that's all his own. He's one <laughs> he's one special dude for sure. Yep. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, Carrie Underwood and her husband are having t- twins. Yep. What? Whoa! Yeah. Oh my god, I'm yeah. so behind on my Carrie Underwood news. And her husband. Yeah. <laughs> this is why she, this is, she matters because Mike Fisher, but like, yeah. She, I, I was looking, she matters because she's her. Yeah. Fuck That's why I said Carrie Underwood and her husband and not Mike Yeah, I know. Wife. I appreciated that. <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> Carrie Underwood is having twins, you guys. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what was wrong with her face. She, she like, had a bad fall or something. Right, yeah. but I, so, I thought surgery. it would have, I thought that, like, when the pictures came out, it would be, like, the mask. You know? Like, yeah, it's, like, this big deal of, like, I just want me fans to know, like, I'm going to look different, but she looks no different to me. Right? Yeah, you can see the scar, like, it's on her lip, like, on her upper lip. So you can, you can see it, but it's, like, you also have a team of, like, people, like, right spackling you so she made it sound like she was getting like full facial reconstruction surgery yeah she did and she's even commented she was like i thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was it's like when you're a teenager and you ruin your parents car and you're like first of all everyone's still alive (laughs) you know what i mean like nobody's dead (laughs) i'm reading something now that says that the twins report was not correct Really? Yeah. What? Wait, Are let you me look implying? at the article because this isn't mine and Kira's like Instagram like I mean, conversation. Why did it from like a gossip thing? I don't know. I was just was it? I thought it was like from like E News or something. Well, maybe it was E News. Then they're so wrong. Life and Style has no legitimate confirmation that that Underwood is pregnant and has no proof to offer readers. Oh, hmm. that's what. Yeah, it's Life and Style Interesting. Weekly. Interesting. Interesting. Well, at least that would be something interesting that was happening this summer. So let's say we'll mark it in the it's a it's a possibility. It's a maybe kind of thing. It's a, I mean, is it is that more entertaining or less entertaining than uh, Patrick Line shaving? Less. less. Much less. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. That beard had to go. It really did. Okay, what else you guys got? Uh, I don't think we have much of anything other than, like, I don't know, Tyler Sagan still kissing his dogs on Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's what I was <laughs> He's, like, fishing today. I don't know, whatever. He's yeah, fish- Where is he? Where Where is he? Where is he fishing and kissing I dogs? I can't remember. On a boat? He's in, back home in Ontario. Oh, I he think. is? Okay. I think yeah, so, yeah. Brampton or whatever. I did see him tweeting about his hockey sticks. Did you see that? that. He's like, Air Canada loses my hockey sticks again. It's getting old. You know what's getting old? Listening to rich people complain about losing shit on uh, Air Canada. That's what's getting old. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, I mean, like, oh my God. It's almost as though you don't have millions of dollars to, I don't know, (laughs) buy new fucking hockey sticks. Oh, man. <laughs> I like that Air Canada replied to the tweet that says, Hello, Tyler. We are very sorry to hear about this. Please DM for further details. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to look into it for you. You guys, that's my, that's my job on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Tweets like that. Although nicer and, like, cuter. Yeah. 
It's more like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What a bummer. Send us a DM. I'm definitely going to look into this for you. Have you guys traveled Air Canada? I could lose my mom and they wouldn't DM me to find... (laughs) 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 They'd be like, oh, yeah, that happens. It happens. I could lose my mother. Yeah. (laughs) Really? I'm like, fine, you Fall make it. in a diaper. Yeah. And they would be like, Valentina, you're beautiful. <laughs> I'm making drag race references because I find them funny, but Laura doesn't watch I it. So I, watch. I watch it religiously. So yeah. I, um, <laughs> there you go. There yes. So it's I'm they're hitting all the buttons with me, so it's great. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know I know our listeners uh, appreciate them and understand what you're talking about, so you keep going. It's all good. Yep. It's all I would anyway. Don't you censor yourself? Get the reference or don't. I don't care. It's it's funny to me, so I'm with it. <laughs> uh, can I tell you who I think is winning summer? Yeah. Who? At Murray's Dogs. Yes. They were like on a boat with Brian Russ's dog, and they had little life vests on. That there was no way they could have held them up because the dogs are so huge, and the life vests look so small on them. <laughs> I actually thought about because those dogs are huge, right? I was like, is that just a people life vest? Yeah. I think she buys them like people like raincoats and stuff like that. Or or horse ones, like for small horses. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're huge. But they also aren't they made to like swim? I think they'd be okay. Probably. Do you guys have pets? Uh, I don't now. We don't have uh, any pets in our house, but no. uh, my, my parents have a cat that is, like, my family cat. It's yeah, a- my mom has two dogs. Are, are any of them named after hockey people? No. No? No, <laughs> no are- but Kira's family has the best dog, like, best names yeah. for, like, animals. Yeah. We have, um, we have a dog, and his name is Baby G. He's a puggle. Oh! Of course. Because his name is Gerard, but at the time we also had another dog named Bernard. So oh, we call him he... Baby G and Jasper. <laughs> and was the other one Jasper? Jasper, yeah. Oh, that's he's a good golden. One. Yeah. And then what's your stepsister's cat's names? Oh, Lil Man. <laughs> and then the really chunky cat's name is Rolly. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's good. <laughs> They're really good names. Yeah, that's great. I just decided that if I got a cat, I would name him Salted Caramel. Salty, for short. Mm. Right? Because like, I have to name him after food. That's just a given. At this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would probably name my pet something Russian. <laughs> like Gino? Oh. No, not Gino. <laughs> like, like, uh, like Mishka, which is like a Russian word for like a teddy bear. Oh. I, I would want to teach my pet commands in Russian. Uh, because they tend to listen to them. My, my friend has a dog, um, who obviously we speak English to the dog, but we also sometimes speak Russian to the dog and she responds more to the Russian ones, I think because they sound scarier. So when you tell a dog, no, they're like, whatever, I'm a dog. But when you go, yet, they're like, oh shit. <laughs> They've heard about the gulag. Even the dogs are, yeah. even the dogs we are call, We call her, she, her name is, her name is Penny Lane, which is a great name for a dog. Yeah. Um, we call her Penny Lane, the bilingual puppy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. so I'm just going to go over like the stuff that I've got. I've got Brian Dumoulin on an inflatable yellow rubber duck floaty in a pool <laughs> in Nantucket 
holding um, a dog, his dog. I'm supposed I'm supposing that's his dog. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and he looks good. First of all, he's in Nantucket. Is he American? He is American, isn't he? Uh, is he? I don't actually know the answer to that. Is it just me? Or, like, when you see these um, pictures of the players and stuff during the off season, I, I totally judge their pools and their yards. <laughs> is that just me? He and, is American, by the way. He's from, like, Maine or something. Oh, okay. How about you guys? Because I look at some of these players, I'm like, that's a, that's a ratty-ass pool. <laughs> My sister has a nicer pool than that. I mean, what? Is it just me? Whereas I look at this Dumoulin pool, I'm like, bitch, that's a pool. That's a, that is a nice pool right there. I don't know where you are, but you keep that pool. That's a good pool. That is a nice pool. <laughs> yeah. That's a Shrek reference, by the way. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know that I judge their like pools and stuff, but I definitely like, I don't know. Cause Tyler Sagan's like always there, always Instagram and stuff. So I'm always like judging him when he's like in his apartment or whatever, because he's always just like, here's that field I live by. Here's the <laughs> lake. Like, I'm always like, why do I need to see this? This is so stupid. Well, wait, I find myself like, uh, like trying to figure out what their house's interiors look like. Cause I'm very interested in the interiors of houses. Yeah. Like I love interior design and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, that's a nice little like wet bar they've got going on there. Could you could you just leave the camera on that for another second? I'd like to see all the details of the backsplash. Thank you. <laughs> like, what are your thoughts on the water feature in Sagan's pool at his home, like in uh, Dallas? <laughs> oh, like that waterfall. Yeah, yeah. it's that's cheesy. Some shit. That's some 1980. <laughs> that's some 1980s bougie shit there, though. It is. <laughs> He like went to a Disney resort in the eighties and he was like, I'm going to make that my house one day. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Me and Kira have had long conversations about like, let's just become friends with Tyler Sagan so we can just live in his house. Yes. <laughs> Is the inside nice? It just seems big. And like, he always has friends and his, his couch, his like living room's pretty nice. Yeah. It has room for all three dogs and him. Because some of them, I'm like judging them, but but like I haven't seen the inside of his house. I'm not crazy about the outside of his house, but the man can dress. He has very good sunglasses, which is very important to me, and he has a he has nice cars and nice dogs. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, trust he has a nice his tub interior. Too. You like his tub? Is it? Is it good? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, love remember he was like reading in the tub, and you were like, "Damn, that's a nice tub." Oh, that's right. You did say that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See, I trust him to have a good, uh, I have, I trust him to have a good house. I trust Chris Letang to have a good house. Oh, God damn. I don't, they're but they're having a good summer too. Cause they're going to have a baby. Yeah. yeah. But I don't trust Sid to have a good house on the inside. I do because I trust him to hire people to do it all for him. And then him to just come in at the end and just go, yeah, that's fine. But I still I, I still feel like Nova Scotia is going to come out somewhere, like in a, like a, a flowered curtain or like a Laura <laughs> Ashley design someplace. Tell, come on, somebody back me up. I don't know. The only parts of Sid's house that I've like seen is the media room, right? Yeah. And so then you're just like, what does the rest of his house look like if his media room has like kind of theater seating, but it's, it's pretty nice, navy walls that have like paneling, and then huge photos of like the 2009 Stanley Cup win. And <laughs> like other players. Like? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Although I, when I like with Sid's house, I'm always judging his patio furniture. 
I'm like, how do you not have pimped out? Like, look at the size of your yard and then look at the, and then look at your mediocre from Zeller's like, like patio furniture. What the hell? Talk to, talk to Gino's patio furniture guy. Gino's got the nice patio furniture. Gino's house is also just like a Russian oligarch's house. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say like Gino's house. Cause like, yeah, but I'm just, his house hurts my brain so much I know. because it looks like, cause he, he got that house from an old lady. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, did you not change out any of her furniture, Gino? Oh, like, no. oh, <laughs> but like, I'm no, just like, 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 is that just his Russian style? Like, he's yeah, just he like, just yeah. like saw that and went, let's run with it. Yeah. And Anya moved in and was like, this is all fine. What? Yeah. Let's put a baby in it. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Safe. His cupboards are always, like, empty and stuff. And it's just like, Gino! <laughs> you have a family. That's crazy. Kira, how about you? Do you have, like, a favorite, least favorite home interior outside? Like, is there a player that you are... What does Jamie Benz look like? I don't understand. Like, I have no clue. I think I've seen his pool. And it was average. I was like, this is a boring pool. You have money. Like get your shit together, Jamie. Is it one of those kidney-shaped pools, or is it like what? Describe this pool to me. I don't know. It's just a boring rectangle, and I'm like, oh, okay. Figures. He needs a little (laughs) excitement in his life. Where you belong, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) That was just for you, Kim. Thank you. I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) All right. You know what? Let's do asks. Let's do asks. Yeah. Okay, we got several asks um, about the left-handed shooters thing. All uh, very good information. Um, We got one was from Anonymous. One was from Emma on Twitter. One was from In Need of Hugs, OO, which is, yeah, aren't we all? (laughs) Um, And the other was from Bella Mouse 16. Um, They're all kind of long, but do you want me to read through them so we can have all their... Mm-hmm, Insights. Sure. Okay. In need of hugs. Oh, said because you were asking about shooting left-handed or right-handed. I found an article on ESPN that says if a right-hand dominant guy becomes a right-hand shot, he's not going to do things with his backhand. In other words, it pushes ambidexterity, which is crucial in hockey. Hope this explains it. I would send you the link, but you can you can you can't send links through asks. Good point. Um, Anna said, Hey, sending this here because my Tumblr asks never go through. But anyways, I was just listening to this week's episode and in regards to the left versus right-handed shot conversation, the reason is that the reason that there are so many left shots is because players are right-handed. I'm not a hockey player myself, but I am right-handed. And from what I recall of my middle school gym class for hockey days, I shot left-handed because if I shot with my dominant hand, it would have been super awkward and uncomfortable. I vaguely recall my sixth grade gym teacher telling us to shoot slash hold the stick with our non-dominant hand. So I would assume actual hockey coaching is similar. Plus, as soon as I heard that it was 73% left-hand shooters, I knew this was the case as it is statistically impossible for there to be so many lefties in the NHL. So yeah, that's my two cents. Can't wait to hear what you think. Keep up the amazing work. I love what you do. Thanks, girl. Um, Anonymous said, love all the Ms. Underestimated pods. Uh, West Coast pods, I loved the Marvel NHL player talk. (laughs) Um, And then they said, so re-hockey handedness. I know the West Coast pod talked about it some, but also wanted to jump in and say that I think, or at least anecdotally from friends who learned hockey here and online, 
that in the U.S. they teach them to grip with their dominant hand on the bottom of the stick. So Phil Kessel is right-handed and shoots right, whereas Sid is right-handed and shoots left. Well, that's interesting. Um, and then last one here about this. Uh, Bella Mal 16 said, Hi, I was catching up on last week's episode and heard the question about why so many players are so many players shoot left. I'm not sure if you guys got an answer, but I know that at least in baseball, players will swing left even if they are right-handed because of the positioning of their hands on the bat. It probably translates to hockey and other two-handed sports. They would be able to use their dominant hand slash arm for power in their swing or shot if they switch. Hope that helps. Love the podcast. Kate, you talked about this, right? <laughs> like, you talked about this last week on, on your podcast, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Um, that's that's basically what it boiled down to. The, the person who uh, was saying the whole, like, in the U.S., they teach it the other way around, mm-hmm. that – that probably checks out. I mean, the, um, in Canada, the, like the thing that I read said that in Canada, they teach you the non or your dominant hand goes at the top and your non-dominant hand goes at the, in like the bottom or the middle, because then it's what the other person said, which is it encourages, um, ambidexterity and that like you have a good backhand then. Yeah, that's fascinating. I love it when somebody asks us a question and, mm-hmm. uh, it actually learned something about mm-hmm. it from that, uh, question. And I do remember reading something. I don't know if it was on your pod it, uh, about uh, yeah when you were saying that with Sid, then when he does a one-hander, that mm-hmm. he's more able to do that because he's holding it with his hand that is uh, like his backhander is so strong because something like that. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yay. So, yeah. I, yeah. Maybe I, we should yeah. ask Amanda if they teach it different in the U.S. Because she plays here. Yeah. yeah. I should, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask her. She can report okay. back in. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Siglira, good, good, good questioner, says, <laughs> uh, guys, I know we're trying to find other people to talk about, but Tyler Sagan is apparently coming to Scotland to play golf, I guess, at some point this summer. And oh my God, look, I live here and I'll try to report. There are so many things I hope he does, including trying on a kilt, uh, getting stuck in a bog, getting drunk on whiskey and oversharing and having some haggis. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, Siglera, you have no idea how much I want to see all of that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there is no way that Tyler Sagan goes to Scotland and doesn't do all of that shit like at the same time. Like that bitch is wearing a kilt while eating haggis and oversharing and like I don't know Standing playing the yeah and uh, and playing the the bagpipes Bagpipe. while watching <laughs> the Loch Ness monster that's what he's doing yeah <laughs> that's my thoughts yeah. on that you guys uh, we we talked about this on our we read this one on our pod last week. Um, oh, whoops, my bad. <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's fine. It's been a busy um, week. I haven't gotten to listen to that this week's episode yet. No, we I think we we recorded a day late, so like Laura had a chance to give it to us. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, we were just excited. We were like, yay! Well, and we were also very confused as to like where did why, why do you know this? Yeah, because <laughs> she's there, I guess. Yeah, but like, where, like, where has this Tyler Sagan news come out of? Let, let me, t- I can tell you from firsthand knowledge, people know the weirdest stuff, <laughs> and it's as though it's as though a lot of times they don't want everyone in the world to know, but they'll like tell you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get yes. told the most random stuff, and uh, and and then like when some of it turns out to be true, you're like, oh my god. 
they actually knew what it is that they were saying or that wasn't a rumor. It's it's fascinating. And I'm like, but part of it is like, I don't work for the National Enquirer. What am I supposed to do with this information? Except not share it because I can't share it. But it's, I think it's awesome. Uh, yeah, my sister's in Ireland right now. So uh, that's the kind of stuff that like she would know if she were over there. But she's not in Scotland. She's in Ireland. So I guess we won't get any of that and yeah. she's also coming back next week so that's not well useful. we don't want people stalking sid but go ahead and stalk tyler sagan because i think he'll oh enjoy God. it i feel like like a week or so in the uk where he's not getting inundated by people recognizing him and he might start going through withdrawal i worry about it <laughs> totally true yeah yeah <laughs> okay anonymous says what do you think of lou taking over the islanders what's his rep from his time with the leafs I'm, I'm, I, I'm like a little interested in the fact too, that there seems to have been some overlap in, so like he talked to John Tavares as part of the Islanders before he apparently gave notice, um, and left officially the Toronto Maple Leafs. So that is like the definition of collusion and like totally not allowed, but these are like Donald Trump days and I don't think anyone gives a shit anymore. It's like, they don't even try to hide it, um, so I, I, all I could say when I read that was like, run, Johnny, run. Run as fast as your little legs will carry you. Run someplace I you, safe. I think you texted that to me. Did I? Run. <laughs> run, run, Johnny, Johnny run. run, Johnny, run. Run far away, far, far from Lou, as far as you, your little legs will take you. <laughs> Kate, what do you think? Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about this, but I know it, it, it struck me as weird just because um, – didn't Toronto say they were keeping him on as like a special consultant or something? Yes. So I was just like, you're going to work oh, yes. for two organizations. That's weird. Yes. No, no. He, then he quit. Oh yeah. And now okay. he's going to work with the other one. Um, okay. because in hockey people will do not retire. They literally just die in their jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's crazy. Kira, any thoughts? I feel like the only thing I know about him isn't, didn't he like not allow the players to have facial hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, that, mm-hmm. and then, so when he left, everyone was like, yes, we can have beards. Finally. That's we can do this. The thing every grown man is allowed to do. Yeah. Guys, you know what though? I just heard that uh, the owner of Vegas doesn't let them grow facial hair either. Why? I guess I hadn't really even noticed that. That Gene, that um, Flurry had to shave his soul patch. I immediately am googling it. I was like, oh, no, blasphemy! The soul patch. It is. It's gone. Yeah. He said it. Wow. He said it. Somebody sent me a thing that he was on Spit and Chicklets, and that in it he said that their owner doesn't want them to have facial hair. I just will never understand that. I know. I just to me, it's like it's it's such a weird, like controlling, abusive thing in my mind. It is. Like, why do you feel like you need to control what they grow on their face? Why? What is it within you that you feel like you need to control that for this group of people? So bizarre to me. I feel like we need to start preparing ourselves because the owner of Vegas is this like hardcore military dude, and if they win bitch they are not only going to the white house they're like they're gonna have a barbecue there and like they're, with like well, hitler and i don't know like it's gonna be bad yeah it's gonna yeah. be bad let's start preparing ourselves 
for poor flower having to get go through like really oh my god ryan reeves oh my god i can't even oh, oh so sorry i get that <laughs> i get that Okay, let's move on. Uh, Allie slash name tags, our girl, said, do you think do you think Ovi has called Sid and asked him how to handle getting to the finals? <laughs> no, but I do think he crank calls him every night. I think that Ovi's been crank calling Sid every night. And then Sid at this point is like, Ovi, is this you again? No, it's not me. It's pizza. <laughs> wait, wait. Baxter wants to say hi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not here. Who is that? Who is that? I I've know. never heard of him. Is your refrigerator running? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's my thoughts. Kate, what do you think? Um, no, if anything, though, he is sending him selfies of him with, like, the Prince of Wales trophy. Totally. Like, for sure. But, um, Let's side note. that are too small. Yeah. Yeah. Side note, though. Did you guys see the photos of Baxter grinning? No. Well, it was, it was kind of horrifying. It was like, I didn't know his face could do that. But, like, what do you mean? Grinning means you're happy. Well, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It was like a horrible, <laughs> evil grin. Like a Joker no, grin? He was, he was so happy, but like Backstrom always has like murder face. Like he's oh. always so like passive murder face. And like, oh, like you thought his face was going to crack when he tried to smile. Yeah. But like is, his upper lip completely vanishes. Is it one of those things where yeah. you're so used to seeing their face like stoic like that, that when mm-hmm. they smile, it's just so wrong? Yeah. <gasps> I'm finding it and sending it to you right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to prepare myself for the horror. Kira, what do you think? What do you think about uh, about um, Obi contacting Sid? Nah, he doesn't call him. He probably, like, yeah, he probably just does stuff to show off and is like, look, we're here now. We've made it finally. <laughs> Sid's like, yeah, I've been there before. Three He's t- like, yeah, three I times. Like, I, I'm taking a break. I'm tired. Leave me alone. And Obi's just like pestering him. Obi's like, like, have you seen this or this? Yeah, exactly He's like, yeah. that. He's like, yeah, I've been there many a time well you know you know what's the interesting question to you do you guys think that Sid is like texting him like warnings about the guy uh, who goes around with the cup you know like the guy who travels (laughs) around with the cup cup. right well do you think he's like um, you know he like wears those gloves for a reason or like uh, he can get really really handsy or keep him away from grandma because he killed a man (laughs) Like what is the reason? I don't well, I, look, somebody with hair like that can't be all right. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. He does look a little he looks a little serial killery, maybe a little bit. Just a little. But besides, wouldn't that be like the best cover, right? To be a serial killer. Oh, like well, there are all Give these random notes. murders happening in all these places. And We're then, giving like, ourselves another movie script to write right now. Oh my god! I'm all for best. it. It would be the worst crime, though. He's like well documented where he is at all times. Yeah, but it's so random that only a hockey no, fan would be able to piece it together, and there aren't any of those. And that's, but that's why it works too, because he's photographed everywhere he goes with the cup, so he always has an alibi. Right, and the Canadian <laughs> teams haven't won in a million years because in Canada they would have figured it out lickety split, but not in the states. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay tl jenna on twitter said uh if vegas has a chance to win the series in dc does the rivalry impact whether sid would go to the last game as a traveling flower 
Um, so, oh. so does he travel to DC if the, if that's where the final is? No, final I feel he only goes to Vegas. That's my thoughts. Kate, okay. um, I don't, I don't think that Sid will go to any of the games. <laughs> I mean, I think you're probably realistically right, but our Sid is going to all of them in a t-shirt with oh, yeah. face on it. Yeah. <laughs> Flower's face with the soul patch still. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, maybe and dress. Like, maybe and it's dress like, can't take my soul. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best I could do. On oh, that was awful. Sorry. Oh, that was... I, I apologize to my friends and family. <laughs> Kira, what do you say? Is he go? Does he go? Does he not go? What does he do? In an ideal world, I'd want him to go and just be like the loudest, most obnoxious Vegas fan <laughs> and being like, sorry, Caps, but I'm here for my boy. Um, but I think, I don't know, he probably will go to none or maybe just the Vegas, but I'd want him to like be that obnoxious, annoying fan and just ruin <laughs> the Caps fans' lives. Not that I hate the Caps, but just cheering for his his boy. <laughs> it was <laughs> good, good boy. Do you have thoughts yeah. on Okay. 17 is lucky said, friends, I am so excited for your crossover episode. Um, because I am bitter about sexism in sports, my question is, what female hockey players would you sign to any NHL team? For example, if I was running the Flyers, I would sign up uh, Shannon Zabados and Natty Rooney as starter and backup, respectively, uh, third uh, because they are two of the best goaltenders in the world, and the Flyers have not had a real a real goalie for like ten years. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks. Everything's <laughs> lucky. Um, because I hate sexism, I don't know that I would want to send my favorite player to the NHL. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put them through that torture. I almost want to start <laughs> a competitive league going against them and have them go to that one, but I don't think we'd have any players because they're all trash. Sadly. Um. So, but like, if I had to pick one who I would want to play, it would be Marie Philippe Long. Love her, of course. Love her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, um, Shannon Zavados is like awesome, amazing, oh, good job. Yeah. That was like she was the first person I thought of too. But um, I actually went. <laughs> Kira, did you just add that? I did. I did. <laughs> That's the same person I thought. So. Okay. Um, sorry, we have a Google Doc that we share, so she added, like, a comment to my answer. <laughs> I love that you have a Google Doc that you share. Oh, my God. Why guys. didn't we do that for this? Oh, my God. You guys are genius. Yeah, so, um, uh, I picked Brittany Esposito from uh, The Inferno. She is insane. She had 25 points last year. They only played 25 games. Oh. And so 16 of those points were goals. And I was just like, I did, my comment was just like, your fave could never. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I was like, I would sign her up to the flames and then just be like, all right, boys, like try and keep up. Like yeah, that's right. where I would go with that. That's genius. That's I like that. Yeah. I also had Brittany Esposito when I like, cause Kate, I looked at the asks and I don't think I had seen that Kate had written that. So I was like, yes, Brittany Esposito. And then I wrote, yes. <laughs> so yeah, she's amazing uh i love her so yeah. i'd want yeah. her yeah probably on the flames mm -hmm. as well because they need all the help in the the world <laughs> <laughs> well i just think like my heart says uh put amanda kessel in the penguins because that would just make me really happy <laughs> but um i also just think like i, I think from a 
not just a performance standpoint, but also a marketing standpoint, like you got to throw Hillary Knight on basically any team in the U S because that girl's bringing in the bucks and she's competitive. So I think she could show the boys a thing or two. I especially like the way that she won the gold uh, medal with only two players on her team, her and one other person, because there are no other players on team USA women's hockey. She is so impressive. Who's this Amanda Kessel you speak of? I've never heard of her. (laughs) <laughs> and she's she's already like on board for the golden knight. She's like, I'm already a golden knight. Yeah. I know Let's that's go. what I'm saying. <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. I that. did not get that until just now. That's crazy. <laughs> I'd that, like to check me, so yeah. that's faded. That's faded right there. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna save Brenton's for last. Um, so the next one is from anonymous. If you, if you were going to make up your own NHL award, what would it be? And which player would you give it to? It's a tough one. Oh man. Um, I gave these to you. So you think I'd have had time to think about these, but I did, but you did not. You only gave them to me a little bit ago. So, right. Okay. Let me see. Um, cause I didn't I need to make up an NHL <laughs> award. Um, do I, does anyone have an answer ready? Anyone? Yes. All right, you guys go. I'll wrap around you by the end. You make us look so bad. Yeah, I know. So prepared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps writing commentary to all my answers. <laughs> okay, so um, I, I had two awards that I thought of. Mm-hmm. So the first one is like an actual straight up award that I would want the NHL to have, which is like a most improved award. Um, because I find like, when I was in school and stuff, whenever we had those most improved kinds of awards, they always meant more than MVP because you always knew who was going to be the MVP because they've been the MVP for like eight years. Right. Yes. Right. Great Whereas answer. Most improved can change every year. And it also like means a lot. Like someone can just pull it together one year and just be like, you know what? I really need to buckle down and start like improving or whatever. And it just, it's just kind of like an award that's like, we recognize it. You're still not the best maybe, but we recognize that you're really working. That's a good one. So, who would who I, would you give it to? I don't know. I tried. To, I thought about it for a long time, and I was like, I don't know. That's hard. <laughs> I, th- I think that's when we'd have to like start thinking about like at the beginning of the season, yeah, and then and then like revisit at the end of the season. Well, we're yeah. at the end of the season. Hold on, let me see if I can. No, think but of we anyone. weren't thinking about it when we started. So there were there weren't any players that we were like that could he it, he could do it. I think I yeah. could think. Of, I mean, on the pens, I would probably say. Um, Oh no! I had his name and then I lost it. Well, you know what? In the playoffs, I would say uh, Pretzel because he had yeah, kind no. of a mediocre season, but then his off his uh, postseason was kind of amazing. There. So, Were you okay. gonna say Carl Haglin? Carl Haglin, that was it. That's I, what I would say too. How about you guys? Okay. Anyone on Dallas or any of your fa- or like the Leafs? Hey. I yeah yeah I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I always want to give all the awards to John Klingberg, but he is always good. He didn't improve anything. He's always an angel and always amazing. So totally fair. Oh, well, you know what? Didn't we steal, um, what's his name? Uh, Penny Alexiak. So Jamie Alexiak. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. That's who I'd give it to. Yeah. He was great. Are you guys like, Um, are you guys like really happy when one of your players goes to another team and then they like, like fit in and they're so happy and stuff. Yes. I was like, he's flourishing. It's amazing. They love him. Yeah. He is. I remember when he got treated and I turned to you, Kira, and I was like, I'll take good care of him. I was like, (laughs) treat him well. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm scared. Are you guys scared that we won't? Because now he is, um, I think, a free agent, right? So I don't know whether we get to keep him. I'm scared we don't get to keep him. They'll resign him, right? Right? Okay. I hope so. I hope so. I think he's done really well, so. And he just looks like he wants to stay so bad. Which I usually know. when it's like Ian Cole begging, I'm like, bye, bitch. Yeah, bye. But <laughs> yeah, with him, I'm like, Let's, we need to keep you. Do what you can. You can take Shiri. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sorry. Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. Kara, what about um, you? Do you have an award? I, d- oh, I didn't come up with one. I me kind either. Of missed, I missed this ask, and I, c- I can't think of anything. I'm like something like philanthropic, but then I'm like, they already, already have, have those. those. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, but yeah, do so they? Like, do they have that? Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. I feel like I would want like something stupid like like obviously the the most uh superstitious would go to Sidney Crosby or um the the player who gives the funniest interviews maybe we give an award for that and it would be probably like I don't know uh Brad Marchand or something because he just says whatever he wants I feel like Uh, we should have like best best facial hair like Best facial hair. Best off-ice style. Okay, well, <laughs> facial hair is not fair because that's going to go to Brad Burns or, or uh, Joe Thornton every year until they retire. But I feel yeah. like it could be a contest at least, right? And I feel like in this contest, they would compete. They would compete that's for who's fair. got best hair in general. <laughs> I, yeah, and, uh, and I, I don't think Brent Burns has it locked up. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I would, I would vote for Jordy Ben. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's true. Because he's got really good hair on top and the beard, right? Yeah. It's like a twofer. But you didn't say best hair. You said best facial hair. All right, I'm yeah. going to I'm going to make it best hair, which means that face that's hair, um uh hair on your head and back hair all apply. Ooh. <laughs> now that is going to be competitive. <laughs> oh yeah. Gross. Right? <laughs> Do you guys want to hear my second award? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, so this one was one of the sillier awards. Um, but basically, I call it the shitbag crown. So it goes to the player who did the most terrible shit that year. So you can call them out like you're a five-time shitbag crown winner. Oh. Wow. <laughs> uh, guys, why don't we make that the misunder... Why don't the misunderestimated have an award season? Uh-oh. Guys, uh, are we going to have to do this for like... We're going to have to do an award special. because i think that's just yeah that's just too good not to that's just too good i love it oh can i say how sorry i am that you guys do not get your ice cream cake uh yeah yeah i was no kidding gonna send you an ice cream cake from misunderestimated (laughs) but but you lost so i'm not even gonna send you the log just no Oh, wow. No, we were talking about it. We were like, we deserve something. Like, our, our, third, our third roommate was like, you guys deserve something. You did guess one of the teams, right? She's like, maybe yeah. some dilly bars. Like, something. Oh, something. you could dance for them, like, at the at the TPG Paints Arena. Dance for a dilly bar in the second intermission. <laughs> That's what we do here. I don't know if you guys know that. That's what we do here. <laughs> the so- second intermission, they do a dance for a dilly bar, and then they scan the crowd and the two in, in arena announcers pick their people, and then you have to cheer for them. Except it's intermission, and no one's at their seat, so it's like, 
Yay! <laughs> and then the other one comes up, and there it's like a slightly louder. Yeah, that one. That's and then their sad. whole row wins dilly bars inside a freezing ice arena. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They, they didn't think that through. I don't think. No. no. But uh, Kate, did you did you pick a winner of it for the shitbag crown for this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. No, <laughs> I didn't think of people for these. Tom Wilson. Well, you know what? Yeah, Tom Wilson. But you know what? I feel like we need to have a top five shitbag nominees and then from the nominees we will pick one a winner yeah right yeah. so then uh yeah tom tom wilson is definitely up for consideration in that but there are he's been nominated i feel like there's so many shitbag moves that we've forgotten well um, how about this how about you all listener you send us your nominees and then we will choose the top five and and then choose a winner <laughs> yeah. that sounds good that sounds good okay are we allowed to send them um, in yeah all right um, anonymous said, what is the best and worst part of being a hockey fan? Um, okay. it got real quiet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know what? I'd say for me that what well, that's pretty easy. The best part is, uh, you guys is meeting people like you guys. So like, I wouldn't, I we would never have met if it wasn't for this thing called hockey that we all, uh, kind of love. So for me, that part is is easy. It's like the relationships of the people that you meet that, that make it awesome. Cause that it has been my favorite part. The worst part is like the, is the organizations that run hockey, um, which for me have nothing to do with hockey or my love of hockey is completely separate because they're horrible, horrible, uh, people. So for me, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was pretty much exactly the same, which was like, the best thing is like the friends we've made along the way. And then, um, the worst thing is like having to constantly be confronted with blatant sexism, racism, and all the other isms that come from a league created by white men. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Kira's like, yep. All right. <laughs> yeah. This is same, like the friends, um, I lure Kate into the community. <laughs> Why? Well, like, we we put all the content in your face until I was like Kate join. So like meeting all of you guys, meeting everyone, it's been like really fun and it's fun to bond over hockey and like find out like what teams other like everyone's teams and stuff like that. And yeah, the worst stuff is like a lot of sexism, a lot of racism, a lot of just like people who don't want to change. It's kind of like this league is a hundred years old. Maybe like in those 100 years, you probably should have changed a bit. Just saying. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's probably my best and worst. Yeah, I would say, I mean, obviously the same. I I, I like the community that we've been able to build. Like, um, you know, sometimes the hockey community is also a little problematic. But for the most part, you're, you know, it's getting to meet great people. And I think for me also, like, I'm just a sports fan, man. It's not even just hockey. Like, I like, but part of it for me is like getting to watch hockey. I love to watch hockey. So getting to like sit down with my dad and watch it, or, um, even just like sit down by myself, like with a beer and watch it. Cause that's what I do. Um, it's actually usually wine, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just a sports fan, man. And yeah, the organizations are really the, the tough part. It's, like Laura says, like you kind of have to find a way to compartmentalize it because it's going to ruin your love for hockey if you don't. Um, but yeah, same, same. 
Okay. <laughs> Brenton's question is last. <laughs> Are you ready? God damn it. God damn it, Brenton. Okay. Question for Kate and Kira. <laughs> if, if you had to, and then this he put in quotes, take out Anna and Laura to take over the podcast, how would you do it? What like for I don't get it. You mean like you mean like for dinner? What is King Kira, what is your assassination plan for the two of us? Oh lay it out for us step by step because Brenton wants to know. He doesn't he doesn't want to take us out for a meal. He wants to have us killed. I see what's happening here. Yes. Are we sure what that's what that means in Australian? I don't know. He did put it in quotes, so Oh. I don't know. So I sent this to Kira this morning because I saw it this morning and we laughed for a while. And then I said, uh, I would engineer some kind of like political shitstorm that would morally push you over the edge. Mm, and that that's how cool. I would do it. Um, <laughs> and then Kira were like promptly after I said that, how did you reply Kira? I just wrote, I'd kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just thought it would be a really funny reply to Kate because she had this like long one, and I was like, I'll just say that, yeah. But then I was like, or take out to dinner. Uh huh. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you know what, Kira? When you say that, I believe you. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, Kira would just kill us. Totally. Totally. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh, I died. That was a hilarious ask. I couldn't. I just yeah, I just can't figure out why Brenton wants to kill everybody all of a sudden. Well, you know what? <laughs> Joke's on you, Brenton. Anna doesn't exist. I'm a ventriloquist. So there you go. Fuck <laughs> it. I've been a figment of your imagination this whole time. It's like a fight club scenario. That's right. Uh, I'm Tyler Durden, bitch. <laughs> Name was Robert Paulson. You can't make a Fight Club reference and expect me to not continue. I don't. I mean, all I know about Fight Club is what happens in it stays in it. That's it. I didn't actually watch the whole movie. The first two rules. Yes, but I only. I don't watch movies. movies? I watch gifs about movies. (laughs) Right? Isn't that what everyone does? People actually watch movies. Killing me. (sighs) Well, is that is that our last (laughs) ask? The murder way one. In this episode, what a high note. Yay. With murder. <laughs> well, I would like to say thank you so much, uh, Kate and Kara, for, for being on this episode with us. It it was long, but not as long as I expected it to be. Yeah. Well, we can yeah. go longer. I mean. Probably shouldn't, though. Because <laughs> I got to go see Solo. go see Solo. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, but we'll definitely get together all of the asks about um, about the what was it? What did you? What was your award, Kira? Oh no, it's the, oh, the okay. shitbag crown. Yeah, shitbag. Shitbag yeah. crown. I love that. Love it. I love that. So we'll, <laughs> love have to, it. we'll have to do that. Maybe we'll think of a couple of other awards to go along with it, and we'll just make them the misunderestimated year end like awards for yeah, 2018. First yeah. annual. That's what the that's. Wow. <laughs> Truly an amazing uh, accomplishment and landmark for all of us. Well, I feel like uh, we can also award a Lifetime Achievement Award if we wanted to create a, an award specific for, like, Patrick Kane 
or Vander Kane or oh, any yeah, other yeah, Kane. Like oh my God, it'll be the Kane Award for uh... <laughs> every year. One of them wins it for being terrible. Oh my God, it's good. Yeah, it seems to That's be a common good. denominator. So. Let's run well, with it. Uh, we'll have some more coverage coming up for you guys because Stanley Cup Finals coming on up tomorrow. Oh, Starts shit. Tomorrow. We didn't talk about the Stanley Cup Finals. Well, we will. They well, haven't started well, yet. Well, you know what? So... Before we before they happen, <laughs> let's just – before they happen, because how do we get through a whole episode? We didn't talk about the Caps in Vegas. Fuck. We have other things to talk about. <laughs> That's brutal. Okay. Um, so just like quickly, can why don't each one of us just say before it starts – our predictions for what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, Kate, okay. you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I think I think Vegas is going to win. Um, I, I don't know. In well, I, I, I'm awful with like guessing how many games. Oh, me Vegas too. has never gone to seven games, so maybe seven because I feel like the Caps are like I don't know, not going to give up because this is like their one shot, right? Yeah. So. Right. Um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Vegas in six or seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same, uh, Vegas, probably, I think it'll go to probably seven games. The Caps will put up a good fight, but I, Vegas, yeah, I think Vegas is going to do it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm like terrified that everybody is rooting for Vegas now because it seems like they're all wrong. But I feel like uh, hockey dudes are only voting for Vegas, but not because it's like any, not because what's on paper. It's just because they've been wrong so often that they had to pick them just because they've been wrong every other time. So, so I still feel safe picking Vegas. It's like the the hockey writers are all jumping on the bandwagon now. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, whereas other people have been like, no, they, they've had the ability to win this whole time. <laughs> give me, give mm-hmm. me, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and I like, I don't even know what to think about the caps here. But I, like I said before, my only favorite thing about this will be, could we have dreamt up a better scenario for people to like, um, like, hate the caps, than, uh, yeah. than like getting them to play against Vegas in the final? That's true. This this is dastardly. (laughs) Well, you guys at West Coast, because you guys don't hate the Caps as much as we do, right? Yeah, no. No. So so what are your thoughts there? What are you going to do if Tom Wilson elbows Marc-Andre Fleury in the head? Don't even say that. Well, I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there. Because where do your – what happens in that kind of situation? Is there like a team that you're really rooting for? above the other or are you happy no matter who wins at this point um uh kira do you want to you know i'd be i'd be happy if obi won the cup like i think he deserves one but like if tom wilson came for flower i would be so mad that's my great and I just, yeah, I just think I like Vegas is just doing so well and they're so good. And I know the caps are good, but like, I don't want them to win. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I think I would be, um, I would be happy for like Ovechkin and like Backstrom just because they have been together for so long and, you know, they, they've never had the cup and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, <laughs> like Vegas yeah. is. You know, Vegas is having this, like, Cinderella moment, right? So, whatever. Like, I I, I want Flower to have a three-peat rather than Ovechkin have one. 
Yes. Your lips to God's ears, my friend. They will basically (laughs) have ruined the best story ever told. Yeah. Yeah. That can't be allowed. If the Cavs win the cup, they've taken away that narrative, and they will never live that down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. True. And they won't care because they'll have the cup, but still. Well, no, but still. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, we we can end it with that now that we actually remember to talk about like um, the, <laughs> okay. the still hockey right. that's being played. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you to Kate and Kara for being on our uh, kind of main episode this week and for doing all of this amazing coverage uh, throughout the playoffs. You guys have been awesome. We've loved having you. Um, and Kate specifically, thank you so much for your beautiful, beautiful <laughs> art. Yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> Um, you can find Kate's art on her society stick shop under the name Vulcanite. If you want to get some of her art, um, you can send us asks for next week, along with your shitbag crown nominations, um, to misunderestimated.tumblr.com. You can email them to misunderestimatedpod at gmail.com. And you can also follow us and send things on Twitter at misunderestimated without the last E. Um, and if you're into it, Come on over to Patreon, where we are there also. Sometimes. Um, I will be there for the World Cup this summer. It's coming up soon. Uh, My club in England just lost the Champions League final, so I need some better soccer, please. Now, thank you. It was a very hard day yesterday uh, for me personally, but here we are. (laughs) And that's it. Those are all the things that I had to say. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and we will talk to you again uh, next week. Hold on. Wait. Uh, okay. Now, <laughs> yes. Now that I, I I wasn't looking for a button, I knew where it was all the time. I don't know what you guys are uh, talking about. Anyways, bye. I didn't say anything. <laughs> bye. Bye. We'll talk bye. to you next week. Bye. <laughs>